Welcome to Roots for Growth podcast. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Jen and Jen from Clan Artisan. Um, and I'll say a little bit about the podcast first. It's, it's called Roots for Growth, which is also the, the title of the book that I've written. And it's a metaphor for finding what you need within yourself. And what I think about that is, especially as women in business, and that's why I asked these two lovely ladies to come along and chat today, that we've got all sorts of priorities in our lives. And I've seen both of them um, do different things with the, their personal journey, the business journey. And I was just really keen to talk about how they've come together relatively recently. Um, and the business is called Clan Artisan. Um, and they've both had other ventures as well. So, um, you know, it's really just a, a chat about that journey. And um, and the, the themes of Roots for Growth are really about resilience, mindful living, and growing through the changes that come along in life. And I've been fortunate to know both of these ladies for a few years now. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to talk to you both. Thank you for being here. Um, and I'm going to come to Jen um, first. Uh, to ask you about um, Clan Artisan and how that all started and what were you doing at the beginning? Because it was a bit different from what you're, you're doing now, isn't it? Totally. Yeah. So, hi. Um, thanks for asking us on today. Yeah, um, so, basically, I have never really had much career aspirations, to be honest, when I just wanted to be a mum. That was, <laughs> I've always said, I was at nursing college when I was younger and I just wanted to be a mum. So, always I was doing paediatric nursing and then I fell pregnant with my son and I didn't want to leave him so I stayed at home for years with my kids mm -hmm. um, I didn't go back and finish my nursing and I didn't regret that at all because I just loved being in the house with him um, but I was always cooking and I was always doing things make, made their own baby food was always making things from scratch and I loved being in the kitchen that was sort of my thing and so the sort of start of um obviously my first business was the wee kitchen company mm -hmm. so i used to make jams and chili jams and chutneys and mm -hmm. this is how it sort of started so i had no i had no no plan that i was going to start selling them at this point and then what had happened i gave some of my jams and chili jams to friends and then they're like, they're really nice and i'm like did you like that they're like can you make some more and then I don't know how it happened. I'd heard about a little market that was on and I went along and I sold some and I sold out and it was, people were like, these are lovely, these are really nice. And I'm like, created this recipe and all these mm -hmm. kind of things. So then I, I thought, right, I'm going to do this as a business and oh, the things that I had to jump through and the things you have to do to make your own product and the things mm -hmm. I had to learn about labelling and food hygiene and health and safety and oh, it was so complicated mm -hmm. and at the point I was doing it from my house then yeah. and so basically the sort of idea for clan artisan came along because when I was doing my stat like when I was doing a, like a, a farm um what would I say a farm market. market yeah market oh, yeah. farmer's market that's the word I'm trying to say um, there would be other producers next to me who would maybe be making chocolate, they'd be making shortbread, they'd be making all different things. And I'd never seen any of these things. And I was like, they're amazing. Like, nobody's heard of these. So I'd put together, like, gift box. Well, it was hampers at the time, all the cellophane and whatever. Um, and it would be with these people's products. So mm -hmm. it was to sort of show what a Scottish hamper was, but not being your traditional tunnocks, tea cakes, iron brew and all that kind of stuff. Yeah and 
it was to support all these sort of smaller businesses. But I didn't have a plan at that point either. I feel like I'm not very a planning person, really, to be <laughs> honest. So I just kind of fell into the jam sort of business. And then I thought, wait, I really loved creating these boxes and gifts. And that's where the sort of clan as an idea came from. Mm-hmm. So I knew how hard it was to be a small producer. I knew how difficult it was to even label your own product. You have to put labels on and try and do it without them going on squint. It's such a, <laughs> you've no idea the stress and the trying to get the kids to help and things at night mm-hmm. and they're putting them on squint, you're trying to pull them off. Um, so yeah, so that's how it all started really. Nice. So, and you yeah. said, oh, I didn't have a plan, but and the reason I asked both of you is that sort of entrepreneurial spirit. Sometimes it's going with what comes next as an opportunity. And I remember um, speaking, to, I was, I think we were speaking to each other at a networking event and you were actually had, a, we got so busy, you were making up the hampers while you were on, on you know, chatting at the event because it was coming up to Christmas and I this know. demand came. How have you, how have you kind of expanded and worked around that increasing demand? So, well, I've worked from my house for quite a few years now, and it's just got to the point now, I can't do it from my house anymore. It was just like over a thousand boxes sitting ready to go out, and it's just crazy. There's shred everywhere, there's products everywhere. The My neighbours must think here comes like another big massive like delivery that of one of these big like huge lorries in the street I'm like oh my god but it also reflects success because you've done what you've done successful so the thing is I had to either what what was going to happen I felt I'd said the year like the year before like that's it I'm not doing it in my house again and then I ended up obviously locked down and whatever Mm -hmm. and I ended up did have it in my house again so this year we were like right I'm stopping or I need to get somewhere because I can't go on like this. So this is how we ended up. Jenna's came and helped for the last few years, actually, at Christmas, doing my things like spreadsheets that I hate. (laughs) Like, I am hopeless at things like that. So um, in marketing and things, Jenna came Uh and helped with stuff like that. So we've worked together for quite a few years, actually. Um, So I can't, I'm not good at that kind of side of a business, to be honest. So we have to get, premises and we have to kind of take that next step so this yes. is obviously and that's where you're at yeah yeah and that's really interesting and it strikes me as well that like in business there are things that lend ourselves to what we naturally enjoy or are good at and there are things that maybe less so in that complementary way of having other people whether it's a collaboration or hiring someone yes. to do those bits or as you've done now come together in, in business together and, and this could be a good point to come across to uh, Jen T, I should say your your full names as well. It's just heard there from um, Jennifer McEwen. That's right, isn't it? Yes. And uh, we're now hearing from Jennifer Tervet. So we'll say Jen M and Jen T. And I'll see if I can get that right all the way through. Probably not, but we'll give it a go. <laughs> so Jen T this time, you come on board with Clan Artisan. Um, was it April last year, right about spring? Or this year, rather. So this um, year, yeah. Yeah, and you, Jen's just saying the other work that you've done as well. And so you've got expertise in other areas and, and you've got like business experience um through um kind of business gateway as well haven't you so maybe say a little bit about that how you came to be where you are now yeah um I've got quite a, a long um 
very varied journey um, in regards to like the the business side of things um, but just touching on what we were saying I think me and Jen have very different skills and I think that's why it works so well together mm -hmm. because we are very different and we do focus on very different um, things mm -hmm. um, which is I think is quite good for us both to kind of focus on the areas that we are good at yeah. Um, but yeah I think I went to I worked in admin for I don't know, seven years or something like that when I left school and I always felt like I was hitting um, the ceiling and I couldn't get any further in jobs and things like that. So I was like, right, I'll decide, I'll go to uni. Um, and I decided when I was about 25 to go to uni. I had my oldest daughter then, she was about four. Um, and I was a, a single parent. So I was like, <laughs> um, that was, I started the uni course doing what was it again? Business and computing science. Mm -hmm. I'd done one module of computing science and realised that this is not for me at all. It's very maths heavy and mm -hmm. maths is not my strong point. And then I decided to take on a module of marketing. Um, so I ended up doing a degree in business and marketing. But while I was at uni, I was involved in the business club, being the enterprise officer for the business club and everything like that. Part I was an intern for the Scottish Institute for Enterprise. Mm. And that was the start of kind of opening my eyes to entrepreneurship. I'd never even really, I, when I look back now, I was very enterprising in my childhood, trying to sell things from my garden and oh. ironing shirts for my big brothers and stuff at the weekends and making yes. some money. So I always was, but I never really put a label on it. Uh -huh. Um, and then I realised, oh, this is something actually I enjoy, I'm good at, um, and I like. So while I was at uni, I set up a social enterprise for single parents, um, mm -hmm. and I ran that for about three years, and then had jobs as well, marketing jobs mainly um, in that time. And then 2016, I think I set up my own marketing company, Mm -hmm. Perfect Penny Marketing and I ran that for five years as well and then lockdown hit and all my clients clamped down on marketing that was the first thing that mm -hmm. they stopped paying for basically because one they probably weren't well they weren't really marketing everything had shut down I had a lot of hospitality clients ah. and businesses that um, were basically stopped trading so the mm -hmm. first thing that they they dropped for me unfortunately was was the marketing side of things and I had and kids and a house to run and things like that so um I got a, a job um in marketing again um and done that for a for a year or two and then I think I've been helping out Jen with Clan Artisan as she said over the years through Perfect Penny Marketing mm -hmm. um, and then we just kind of got chatting after mm -hmm. Christmas this last Christmas mm -hmm. thinking um, how we can take it to the next level Jen wanted it out our house and we were talking about the growth plans and things and about me coming on board mm -hmm. and as you say in April um, we made it official mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that's kind of the way we started and we have got big plans going forward Um I suppose we, we should say we're in the yeah. process of signing today we're, we're telling you we went yes we're in what's oh. seen the new shop today oh wow um we're with leases with the solicitors so it's not 100 percent signed yet but it's it's definitely um yeah yes so we should wow. be signing that um and getting the keys on the first of october first of october sorry. oh so that's quite close then yeah, and we're hoping 
to open at the end of October. Oh, that's amazing. And what timing for Christmas well. too. Yes, no. exactly. So it's in uh, Port Street in Sterling. Oh, <laughs> so wow. I was just going to ask you where it is. That's <laughs> fab. So people can come in and, and see you when they're out doing their Christmas shopping and anybody that yeah. works in the area as well, I'm sure they'll come in and see you. That's fab. Exactly. And it's obviously the hamper side of the business is, is massive. Um, and it's we want the experience to be a big thing. Yeah. So you come in and you can experience the, the products and make up your own hamper for whoever it is and decide yeah. on the personalization and the yeah. shred color and all these things. So it'll be um, the experience of coming in. You can come in and buy individual products as well. That's yeah. um, something yeah. that can happen. But yeah, we're looking forward to it. We've got lots to do, but yeah. um, it is really yeah. exciting. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I didn't know that was, I knew you were start, starting to look at premises, but that's fantastic that you're, um, and it's just happening right now. And so there's two of you working in the business together. Um, so I imagine that will help a lot with your growth plans and things as well. You've got somebody to bounce off and so on. And I was wondering as well, what your, you know, kind of values and ethos is around the business. You know, if you look at the top line of why you do what you do, how would you describe that? And either one of you. Answer that. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> See, it's definitely about supporting other businesses, yeah. mm -hmm. and then showing people what we have here in Scotland, and then you're making the person who receives the gifts is happy. They're getting this amazing gift, but then you've supported with that gift all these different businesses. Uh -huh. So it's not about we go into our local bookers and we go on the shelf and we're just buying and putting these boxes together with your Cadbury's or whatever or yeah. um or we people are hand making and you're just I don't know it's just such an important thing I think to support all these little businesses and help yeah. and I think looking back to, it's, it's really hard to make your own product to run a business and we just want to help all these other businesses as well mm -hmm. so each gift box or each gift we're going to have these little badges and it says how many businesses you'll be supporting and things in, oh, nice. in that box. Yeah. So, because yeah. you don't sometimes realise that. A lot of people don't know a lot of these products are, like, oh, are here days. or whatever. Yeah. Or uh -huh. So that that's what the sort of ethos is. Yeah. And that's what sold it for me, to be honest, to come mm. on board because I just love that ethos. I think the fact that the business, you buy a hamper with seven products in it, yeah. and you're supporting seven or eight businesses, eight. including yeah. ours. Yeah. Um, and their families. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. From buying that one hamper um, gift box for your loved mm -hmm. one or your friend or whoever it is, corporate, mm -hmm. um, and you're supporting all those businesses through doing that. And for me, that was quite um, significant as Jen says it's not just sort of off the shelf massive company products that we're yeah. using they're small mm -hmm. sometimes individual working from home products mm -hmm. and yeah. made with complete love and care and attention uh -huh. maybe so, a few sweary words in there at yeah. the time <laughs> probably <laughs> um, but yeah it is mm -hmm. the sort of and we try to buy directly from them as well yeah uh -huh. so if you're buying obviously um they make a bit more money as well if we can yeah. buy directly from them too so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah and i should say as well that you're a stockist of roots for growth aren't you we are we are <laughs> yes oh we're, we're going to have our little book corner mm -hmm. <laughs> we need. oh we've got so many plans for this shop yeah, yeah. um so yeah yeah and that you know i, I really value that, that that genuine support that everything that you're putting out is you know supporting other businesses as well and so how do you find it, um, say back to, to Jen T, now you've both got families and, and Jen T, you've got a, a, a young 
baby, well, one-year-old now. Um, how do you find it juggling um, such an evolving business and family life? Um, today is probably, um, if you'd asked me yesterday and today, I've been having a pretty hard time, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> God, get emotional. Um, it's been pretty tough. I'm still working pretty much full-time um, as well. Right. And obviously, I'm a single parent to a one-year-old and my three other kids as well so yeah. it's been particularly tough the last couple of days mm -hmm. uh, well it's been tough for the last wee while to be honest but um it came to a head yesterday i think um mm -hmm. it's hard going um it's it's hard going when you've got a, a partner and everything like that as well so when you're on your own and trying to do everything and you look around the house and the, the washing's not done or you've not tidied the mm -hmm. table and it's just this takes up this brain space that um because I'm working at nights for clan artisan obviously and yeah. doing things so I've not got time to do the other stuff and then I feel like I've not got enough time for the kids or not focusing my attention being present enough for them that <laughs> kind of thing um I mean I've always worked when the, even the girls, when my older kids, when they were younger, I was the one that was working and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I've always got this sort of mum guilt of working too much and not spending enough time with them. And I know the other side of that, they'll see the hard working mum and the role model and things, but um, it doesn't take away that kind of... And as I'd mentioned, I think before we, we came online, um, coming to the end of the the breastfeeding journey, journey, I think, with my little one, and that's full of emotions, and um, yeah, it's quite um, a hard thing to deal with. So I feel like I've got a lot going on, and I just wanted to be honest in this podcast yeah. because I yeah. thought I could come on here and say, "Yeah, it's great, and I'm dealing with this, and it's fine, and I'm managing." But sometimes it's not like that, um, yeah. and it's been particularly difficult. And thank God I've had Jen supporting me as well, um, who understands a lot that's going on. So it's been great having someone who, who does understand that and can be supportive in the, the business side of things as well as the personal side of things. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's real life and so important, I think, to other people who are listening, that, you know, that open and honesty, I think there's a generosity to that as well, because so many people um, will relate to what they're hearing and they'll relate to you because you're being open and honest about that. And it probably doesn't surprise you to know that a lot of the clients I work with, there are so, you know, so many, three times this week, I've heard people talking about spinning plates and which one's going to fall because I don't think I can keep them all going. Yeah. And and to my mind, things like the washing um, and the, you know, the bits and pieces, that can all just drop down the, the list um, because, you know, you're clearly focused on your kids and your family and, um yeah, just you know, go easy on yourself. It's you're 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 doing amazingly. I know, I'm like, I know, I know. I'm so crying. I know. I know. Like, but I know. That's what I said there like, uh, this morning, and I said, "We'll sort it. It's fine. We'll, we'll don't worry." I said, because obviously, it's hard working and having kids anyway. But mm -hmm. when you have got so many plates to juggle, yeah. something has to give. Yeah. And so if you and you have to talk about it as well. So yeah. that's like a really good point as well to say that you can't bottle it up you need to talk and say yeah. like this is how I feel do you know and I think yesterday me yeah. just saying to Jen I, know. I think I was kind of trundling along and yesterday I, I kind of just blurted it all yeah. out and said to Jen mm -hmm. 
and even just telling her how I, I felt know. was a relief and I, I felt better for it. I know. You know, nothing yeah. had changed, everything was still the same, all the mm -hmm. worries were still the same, but just getting that mm -hmm. off my chest, I think, was mm -hmm. an important part of that process. Absolutely. And, you know, thinking about collaboration and you two in your business, to me, it's all the more meaningful and has even more depth if there's that personal support as well, because, the, you know, there are things that come along in life or times that things have to come to a head. And, and yeah. um, you know, I really appreciate you both sharing about that so thank you mm. and um jane m this time is there anything else you want to share about um your business or life as an entrepreneur or any sort of insights or even if somebody listening is thinking about setting up their own business is there anything about that that you want to share that they could benefit from hearing yeah well as i say i sometimes feel like i'm a bit of an imposter like have you know the imposter syndrome that i feel that I just learned everything as I went along. I didn't go to uni to do stuff about it. I didn't work in a job that kind of was anything about what I do. So I always feel, I do always feel that I'm sort of an imposter in what I'm doing. And um, I feel I'm always learning new things every day. Like I feel it sometimes takes me a bit longer to sort of learn the things. So advice is, I just think, I think if you work hard though, and you, you've got a passion for something, I think that's really important because I love what I do. I love food, so it's always great that um, Me too. lovely. Yeah. Oh, and can I say I did win four great taste awards for my products before, so I do have good taste buds. Yeah. So we have really good products. Um, so yeah, so things like I don't know, and it's your own confidence and things as well. So I think yeah. talking to people, and I think us mums or women, I don't know if it's we always worry about everything and another thing being an entrepreneur which I think is really important you worry about what people are going to think and what if this business fails and what if but do you know what you just need to take it back do you know what at least without trying do you know there's people that'll be sitting there and they've got lots to say and lots to judge and whatever but they're not taking any of the risks and they're not going to try it but they'll sit there and go see what she's doing now did you see her uh -huh. <laughs> who does she think she is and <laughs> Do you know what? It's like quieting down those voices in your head. Yeah. Um, and being like, right, do you know what? We just need to do this. We have, we just need to work hard. And mm -hmm. we know we've got like a, a lot of, <laughs> we've just got so much to do behind the scenes. But even if we don't get everything done straight away, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. And we'll get Christmas over at least. And um, we'll work together in that. And we will <laughs> we've always got our family challenges and whatever yeah but <laughs> yeah what um that but that's definitely i think a really important thing to try and just be focused on what you're doing it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing focus on you yeah. your business you've got different skills to any anyone else uh -huh. and it's believing that because <laughs> when i look back on my sort of journey my entrepreneurial journey like, I don't know where it came from. I'm not got, I've never had parents who be like, on oh, you go, you go, go for it, darling. Mm. And if it doesn't work out, don't worry. Mm. So everything's like, I'm always worried about what I'm doing. Mm. So, but when I think about where I have, what I've learned from and what I'm doing, do you know, you just need to just do your best. And I think that's all you can do. And, and do it yes. anyway. <laughs> yeah, and do it, feel the fear and do it Absolutely. anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, and I think... And especially in this day and age with the pandemic and then yeah. the way if you put that news if switch uh, the news off somebody <laughs> said to me the other day and i won't say who when i said oh did you hear i'm getting the shop and they went 
maybe you should just, do you know, think you should just maybe get a proper job just now? And I'm like, mm. Because this is just like, I know. Some people's perception is like, mm. oh my goodness. I like, know. And coming to the perception, I think uh -huh. that people are always going to think things, but nobody mm. knows, and this goes for personal life as well as mm -hmm. business, nobody knows your story no, nobody no. knows your journey uh -huh. nobody knows as you say like your mm -hmm. skills and experience and your vision and your goals nobody knows that so everybody has an opinion everybody can kind of decide what you they think you can and can't do and mm -hmm. what's best for you or not mm -hmm. um but i think as as you say as long as we're passionate and you we're know. driven to do what we want to do and we believe in the product and believe and, in your yeah. inner voice as well and be like right yeah it's, yeah. And I think we find I find really difficult because yeah. I actually do suffer really badly from anxiety, yeah. so I do struggle to as as a challenge to just do what I'm going to do. As it mm -hmm. it's always been a challenge. So. And you, you do, and you have. <laughs> yeah, and and you know I was listening to you both talking about that. It it reminds me for each of us as as entrepreneurs to value our our own experience and tap into that you know and all the things you've ever done and achieved and overcome that's always yeah. there um, I suppose back to the roots for growth metaphor it's all there under the surface and you can draw on it any time and um and only you know just what that's like from your own experience and I think that's so valuable yeah. and one of the reasons why I, I invited you both is because I see that show up in how you you go about your business and your lives and I, I just I really appreciate that and admire it Thank you. So thank you. Thank you both for uh, coming along and talking today. I'm sure that will offer lots of different insights and ideas for people. And remember, what, was, what street was it in Stirling? Port, Port street. street. Port Street. Go and see these lovely ladies and the, I can vouch for the lovely um, products as well. So I will definitely be visiting you there. Amazing. So thank, thank you. you. And, and to the listeners, thank you for tuning in today. This has been Roots for Growth podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.